Okay, hey, um, I was going to say, hey, guys, but it's just you listening to this. Hey, Kristen, it's Sabrina. Um, I'm sitting, yeah, okay, if you can hear that a little bit, my roommate's hammering something, sorry, but it's probably fine because she's on the other side of the room as me, but I'm sitting here with some non-communication majors, but college students, and I'm going to be telling you guys today, I will be teaching you about a communication theory. It's called social information processing theory. <laughs> that is a little loud, actually. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, first, um, I mean, if you could hold off for a few minutes, that'd be great, maybe. <laughs> if you don't mind. Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna walk through some main points uh, from the chapter in my textbook to let you guys know what this is. So social information processing theory. It basically, well, it was first developed to help understand how online communication shapes the development of relationships. And like a big part is like communication through technology has changed a lot. I mean, it still is, but it's changed a lot like recently, especially in our time. And its big thing was this was the question like can people form meaningful connections when the contact is like online? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, <laughs> if you suspected the answer was yes, you're correct. Um, they even found that it can be more satisfying sometimes than like in-person relationships oh. and interactions. Sense, yeah, it does kind of make sense. Yeah. Yes, Sienna, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, I highlighted this one part because I thought it was like perfect. It's like we get information about someone, we form an impression, and then the relationship grows. Mm-hmm. And so social information processing theory focuses on how that first part, like getting the information about someone, it's different online than through in person. And basically what they found is like, like we're humans, we love to build connections. Mm -hmm. And online, you know, there's so much nonverbal, like body language and nonverbal cues that are getting left out. Mm-hmm. and they're not there that like we just make up for it in our own little minds right um oh and I thought this was so interesting because it said like this isn't new mm-hmm. like people did this way back in the day with pen pals oh, okay. <laughs> and like I was like oh my god yeah that's so right that like sense. letters you're still not getting um yeah it's a lot of nonverbal, yeah I thought that was interesting, but basically back to what I was just saying, they, um, like, they found that in person, obviously, because, like, you talk faster than you can type, Mm -hmm. and responses aren't immediate as it would be face-to-face, they aren't always immediate, so messages spoken in person take four times longer to say online. Oh. And that's why, like, 
online relationships can be so success- successful because it's like taking more time to like also you can like, sit on what someone says yeah and yeah the quote unquote like perfect response yes exactly yeah um yeah that's yes thank Especially you if you're having conflict <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's, that's so true. Oh my god, I have to read you something. Yeah, but yeah, it's like we anticipate the future interaction a bunch from like the messages and like that uncertainty, mm-hmm. you know? That makes me so nervous now. I know, it, it, it is kind of... having my own little experience yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know, that's why I was asking if you wanted to give an example. You don't have yeah, to, though. I could. I just can't, yeah? I can't name drop. Uh, you don't have to name drop, but <laughs> so you're in a little online fling. Kind of, with this boy I met. And uh-huh. he lives in another country that may or may not border the United States. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and how has that been going? It's been going good. He's really sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how often do you guys talk? Like, maybe a few times. Like, we talk, like, we have, like, a long conversation, mm-hmm. like, maybe once a day. Oh, like, nice. Or whatever. And, like, I know he's a real person. Like, yeah. I met him through work. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. It's You're not like, getting catfished. That's I'm good. definitely not getting catfished. <laughs> like, I know he's a real human being. Mm-hmm. And I know he is, like, who he says he is because, like, I met him through this, like, Zoom thing. So, do you find yourself like reading into the messages a lot? Do you feel or yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. or like interpreting? It's kind of hard to interpret some of the stuff though, because like obviously you're not there. Yeah, so no, like, that's what I mean. Like yeah, you have so to interpret like, it. I don't and know. It could be in a complete different way than intended. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't know if this this guy is like just like looking to be friends or if mm-hmm. like he's actually like interested in me yeah which is weird a little complicated i know it is a little complicated yeah i feel like i gave a bunch of random information but there's this article from valdosta education department of communication arts um on social information processing theory And it was saying pretty much the same thing that I just said, but I'll just say it again, kind of to summarize it better. Like, it basically just observes relationships through the computer, like communication over the computer. And a big part of it is the lack of nonverbal cues and how we just make up for that and interpret it um and make assumptions especially with the written messages <laughs> which yeah that can be a little nerve-wracking do you think that like emojis help with that i think so i think so but I think also so. i think they no. can be super confusing like emma I, like sometimes i'm like at the end of a text so yeah people yeah. use them so differently the context, yeah too. or like if a it text no, because I, t- I told you one time, like, if a text looks too weird to me, like, blank, oh, 
I will put an emoji. I'll put a, like, a random, like, the alien emoji or something. And it's like, what the heck does that mean in context of this sentence? Nothing. I just didn't want it to look blank. But the person on the other end could be, yeah. But I have created meanings for them. Like, okay, when I first started using this crying emoji, this Mm -hmm. one, like, I had, like, five people message me and be like, what the hell is that supposed to mean, Sienna? Yeah, you use that a lot. What? You use that one a lot. I love this one. And I love this one, too. I love this one. Or, like, I use the I, I like use this one hedgehog too. emoji. I don't even know. Yeah, that that's what. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's so interesting. Yeah, because I like. I'm like, yeah, you both totally use those emojis yeah. all the time when I'm texting you. Emojis are so weird. Like they're so goofy in a way, but yeah. I do think that they've like actually had an impact on yeah. how communicate. I agree. So but because I like know and understand the both of you and have texted you a lot like I know when you throw out those emojis like I understand what you mean by sending it or I understand like it doesn't really mean anything but if to like a new person obviously who's to say yeah what they would think that means um well Drew was kind of already talking about this but I'll give my own little example for you guys to help understand more this theory if if needed um i'll tell you a little story i was um should i talk about my online relationship after <laughs> if you would like when I was yeah in high school, it was crazy um <laughs> i didn't really have an I, this isn't the most perfect example because it wasn't necessarily an online relationship and i was not on the same page as him but the way he treated me I I instantly thought of it while reading this. Um, So basically, this guy on Tinder last summer asked for my Snapchat, and we started Snapchatting. And it wasn't that big of a deal to me, (laughs) but it was to him. And I thought it was really interesting because I could tell that he liked talking to me a lot even though we didn't talk like that long or about that many things. But like we would Snapchat every day, but I just thought it was about like random things, but he was super into it. And he literally told me, I thought it was crazy. He was like, I just feel like I can be my true self with you. And I can't like talk like this around my friends or whatever, like it's so nice to be, like, goofy with you or whatever. Because you guys know I'm, like, pretty funny. So. (laughs) Like, literally a queen. But I thought of that because I was like, oh, my God. Like, online relationships more more satisfying than face-to-face relationships when I was reading that. And it made me think of that because this man really was, like, low-key obsessed with me. (laughs) And I didn't even feel like... It was that deep. I don't really think it talks about that part in the chapter. Like, if people um, aren't on the same page, I guess, for an online relationship. But I thought I would throw it out there in my example. Um, Sienna, did you have an example you wanted to talk about? Yeah, so when I was in high school, just for some context, I went to a high school that was very small and everyone was very close. So people pretty much like dated each other. 
and like friends and it ended up like dating their friends friends or like their friends siblings like it was super super close and tight-knit and I like had a few kind of like flings but I never really had a serious relationship because I was like there's so few people and I don't want to date these people you know yada yada but I still obviously like was in high school I'm kind of like a hopeless romantic person and I was like you know I I want a relationship I don't specifically remember I think I met this person like through a friend like it was a I actually had I think I had two two online relationships in high school the first was Scandal. they were actually yeah. both insane I don't think I've ever talked about this but the oh, first really? one my best friend in high school um, introduced me to this guy that she was friends with um, she introduced me to him online we would call we would text all the time um, he was like very nice to me super sweet and then um, one day starts being so nasty to me so nasty telling me all these things about how he was like just um trying to like have a like some sort of relationship with me so that he could actually end up dating my best friend at the time um super crazy like insane situation he like called me a whore and I like had never had sex before so you know you know how it is how did you even meet this man through her through her um, so it turned into like this whole big dramatic thing. Um, but I think like that just illustrates like, you know, obviously I had this perception of this person uh -huh. that was like someone who was so sweet to me on the phone always seemed so nice. And it's like that person can be totally different and have completely different intentions. Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing intentions, because I think that if I had been around that person in real life, like you were talking about, like mm -hmm. facial cues, like body yeah. language, like they make a huge deal in like how you perceive like the intuition of the situation, basically, mm -hmm. like how you're perceiving that person. Um, the yeah. other online relationship I had was much longer and more serious. Like that one was kind of just like a silly little, like mm -hmm. I'm 15 and I'm bored. Um, yeah. but then the other one was my, I think it was my junior year of high school. I had to be like 16, maybe 17 at the time. Um, I honestly like am struggling to remember how I met this guy <laughs> online. I don't think it was anything like super sketchy or anything. And I do think like, I don't know. I feel like somebody I knew like knew him cause I was pretty careful about stuff like that. Um, but, uh, I was not. What? <laughs> I was not. No, I mean, I, I, trust me, I was not careful about that like earlier on in my life. I think I just got to a point like later on. I, oh, oh, okay. I remember I was careful about it because I guess like, I think I had met this guy I'm really racking my brain trying to remember. Mm -hmm. How I met him is not super important, yeah. I guess, because I don't even remember. Yeah, so that's, that's not okay. a good that's okay. uh, life changing. But he was like always super nice to me, always super kind to me. Um, we definitely like talked about like like this was a huge thing for me, and it was like secret. Like it was a complete mm -hmm. secret. Like almost nobody knew about this while it was yeah. happening. Um, but like we seriously talked about like being in a serious relationship at some point wow. like like all of these things like um but because i was 17 <laughs> and because i this was happening online and because it was secret um a lot of the things that were like huge red flags huge red flags um 
didn't even just go over my head, but like there was nobody around me to tell me about yeah. the situation. You know what I mean? Like nobody else was witnessing what was happening, and I wasn't really talking about it. So it's not like anybody else could yeah. tell me something was wrong. To be like, oh, um, girl, avoid. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was in a super big, like, you know, I've worked a lot on this, but, like, I definitely at points in my life have been, like, I'm, like, gonna save people. I'm gonna be, like, the the one to to make everything okay, right? And, like, Still me. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's so hard. It's hard to get out of that, but, like, I really worked hard to, like, not, you know, treat myself like that. Um, but in this particular situation, like, this motherfucker was, like, addicted to drugs. Like, seriously. Oh. Like, serious shit. And, like... He had a really, really horrible, like, past. Like, his dad had passed away recently. It was, like, not a good situation. Very intense. Um, very intense. And, like, you know, I'm 17 years old. I think he was 20 at the time. 20? Yeah. Yeah. No, Quite the scandal. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I, like, fully fully was like so invested and, mm-hmm. the, and, it, and it gave me so much anxiety it gave me so much stress yeah, not because this person was treating me badly but because I like felt responsible I feel like you told me about this maybe I have yeah. yeah but like I think I think that just illustrates too it's like you know if I had if I had been with someone like that um that was like not started online that was like not an uh-huh. online relationship like I think that my friends probably would have been like, Sienna, I don't think you should be with that person. Yeah. Like, you can support him, but, like, I don't think that's smart. And they would have been right. Yeah. And it ended in such an insane way. Like, he went a little bit off the rails, and he, like, texted me, and he was like, listen, like, I seriously care so much about you. Like, all these things, basically. And, like, I cannot talk to you anymore. Like, I don't think this is good for you anymore. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, which is which is nuts. Uh-huh. But, like, it, like, you know, and then I had, like, some online fling kind of things. Like, I was I was queen yeah. of the fling um, in high school, <laughs> really, truly. Girl, <laughs> you need to give me some of that energy now. Um, no, it's not fulfilling. <laughs> um, but, like, I think it, it just highlights that. Like, because mm-hmm. the ones in real life, like, I would have situations in real life happen where I would like have a little fling with a guy and like here's a perfect here's a perfect like counterpart to that my when I was 14 I was very into this guy who was like 16 maybe 17 Uh and he and I like had a little thing and he was like my first kiss and when he kissed me immediately I was like I do not like this guy it was just immediately that because you can really tell like I don't there's there's something to be said not just about like physical intimacy but physical closeness mm-hmm. closeness with a person. So it's like even yeah. if you're not being intimate with that person, you still understand what's going on with them. Like in that case where it's like I knew right away that I was mm-hmm. not really attracted to him and I didn't want, really want to be with him. Um, whereas if we had been online and you I had been him, like I'm I probably love would with have him. yeah, I yeah. Probably would have this, I feel like, like that's, fantasy in my head. I feel like that's what older generations like when they like with dating apps, I feel like older generations are like so against them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. I think that that's possible. With, yeah. You know, but I, yeah. Well, so. also, when you were saying like you would feel so anxious mm-hmm. just from texting that oh guy, God, yeah. like in person, if you're just feeling anxious over the phone, like who knows what kind yeah. of physical reactions you would be having in person? Exactly. That would yeah. change a lot, also. Mm-hmm. Also, while you were talking, it made me remember something I forgot to mention with my example. The guy, he lived like an hour away from me, mm-hmm. the Tinder guy. And he would always, and this was last summer, like during quarantine, yeah. during COVID, he'd always be like, 
like when are we meeting up like mm-hmm. I like I, let's have like a movie night or like yeah. let's go do this and I would always be like that's not gonna happen anytime soon we are in a pandemic mm-hmm. and I'd always tell him that but then he would he um just had like this picture in his mind I guess um the ant- anticipating that future react future interaction with mm-hmm. me like and really held on to that yeah. which I thought was really interesting I yeah. mean like that's what I held on to uh-huh yeah I was like had that going on because I was like okay but like one day mm-hmm. it'll be fine it'll all be great like everything's gonna be great yeah um and I think like that that looks really cute okay. um I think like that like is honestly what keeps people in things like long distance mm-hmm. relationships when they've never met the person yeah because it allows you to like have an outlet to like project your little fantasy into yeah. as horrible as that sounds yeah. but like you know if you're in a long distance relationship with somebody that you were in a relationship with in person it's totally different like mm-hmm. then it's just maintaining communication again right? yeah it's like yeah. i was like clearly not as into it as he was but mm-hmm. i just went along with it because right. it's snapchat and it's quarantine then like I can yeah I can talk to him whenever he wants there's this guy that thinks I'm funny and pretty I am and and whatever but again yeah if it was in person Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be doing that to somebody like I wouldn't be wasting their time like that because and hanging out with someone and doing stuff in person like Like, no I mean and then I think another example like both of you know this remember that weird like tinder guy that we, we, remember we wanted, oh, so just yeah. to clarify, we wanted batteries one night for our smoke detector. <laughs> I was like briefly chatting with this Tinder guy who seemed okay. Like yeah. you guys read the text messages. He seemed like a normal person mm-hmm. through text, like totally normal. And he showed up, he did bring the batteries, thank <laughs> God. And he was like the weirdest yeah. motherfucker to ever exist. He like was super so weird. strange. Yeah. And like, he was just, just like awkward. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then like I have a I have a good friend. I will not mention names, but I have a good friend who like went on a date with a girl, and she was like his texting was amazing. And then we met each other, and it was like he was a totally different person. Mm-hmm. And I think that that happens a lot. Like it's not necessarily always like people from Tinder or dating apps like meeting and being like, oh my god, they look so different. Sometimes it's just like they yeah. seem so different. The energy yeah. is off. Yeah, like what does their voice sound like? Right. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of factors. Yeah, how are they gonna treat the people around you guys? Like, yeah, there's a lot of things missed. I wonder if yeah. back to like quarantine and COVID specifically, I wonder if there's gonna be any like case studies or anything about like online relationships and like I think online dating are. throughout like. COVID times. There probably is yeah, already. Like, that would be but, really interesting yeah. to look at. And there's a kid in my town who's, like, in a relationship. They've been dating for, like, a year now. And they met, like, on Tinder during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And fell or, in like, love. how quarantine is going to affect... And they have, like, like, met in person? Yeah, like, yeah. they're, like... They've been dating for, like, wow. almost a year now. And see, that's the interesting thing is, like, it totally can yeah, work. Yeah, it totally can like, work. Like, there are people who completely meet online. Mm-hmm. Completely meet online. Yeah. Like, like, it's... I don't know. It's such an interesting thing. Like, I think I went through a really weird transition because, like, I mostly had online relationships, and then I got to college, and I immediately had, like, only in-person relationships. Yeah. Until quarantine, when I, like... I hooked up with one one person that I, like, thought was nice... 
and he had good vibes over text so then we like called and mm-hmm. then we went over so it's like mm-hmm. like that's a better way to get to know someone yeah. if you like are interested yeah. in them at all because at least on a phone or facetime you're getting voice inflection voice you're getting facial yeah. cues exactly. yeah. yeah no but really like Zoom it does day. it does make a big difference than just like text yeah like that's the reason why like honestly like i think the difference that it makes not to go into a totally different tension i hope this is okay but like the difference that it makes i think is why like i don't know what you guys were into when you were like 12 13 and i'm about to expose myself but i was definitely into like role-playing online no what way. queen yeah, like like no vampire role-playing no, i wouldn't think vampire but the reason i'm bringing this up is because like i think that the fact that people are so different over uh-huh. text and over text versus over like a facetime call is the only reason why things like online role-play can exist that, theater yeah things. or just yeah, like <laughs> honestly honestly i was like feeding my mm-hmm. need like, like or if someone's gonna be in a relationship online or just present themselves online to other mm-hmm. people like Ooh, it can be in whatever way you want it to be yes. really. you could be exactly. whoever you want you can be whoever you want and i think that that's why it works yeah things like and in person play. it's gonna be a lot harder to do that yes. yeah that's yeah. A, no that's a good point yeah um I think that's a good point to leave off. Do you guys feel like you understand social processing yeah, theory? Yeah, that's so cool. Cool. Well, think or so 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 so. Okay, I'm stuttering. I'm just gonna stop. Thank you guys, though. Good talk. Period. So